gotta have confidence about yourself. That shit gonna make you break through all the cap that you got in between the real self, your best self, and the self that you putting on for everybody. Your confidence. You got confidence that even with these flaws, I'm the shit. You see what I'm saying? And it ain't no denying. You. And, and I'm gonna make you feel it. So you can't deny it. So when you get there, that's when shit, you ain't gonna hear no too much. What is going on, y'all? Welcome to the Redefine Your Roots podcast. My mission for this series is all about understanding where we come from. What is the source of who we are today? How can we challenge our perspectives of what we know to show up as our highest version of ourselves? Every episode, you'll hear an impactful story or perspective to help create a new narrative of our own. I'm your host, a queer black woman, entrepreneur, coach, mental health advocate, creative, and most importantly, a real person, just trying to figure out the ways of the world. My name is Nicole Raglan, and this is Redefine Your Roots. Thank you guys so much for tapping into today's episode. Remember, if you are new here, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and let's grow together, y'all. So when I tell you guys this episode like opened up my brain, I listened to it like five times already and I've just been listening to it from like a different standpoint every time because there are so many ways that we can work on and open up our mind and just challenge the way that we think. And in today's episode, we're talking about leadership, we're talking about confidence and maintaining relationships throughout that process of getting to this point of confidence and getting to our highest point of reality. So I have on a super dope guest. He is uh, in charge of marketing for a creative source out here in Atlanta called Creative Plug. He owns his own clothing brand. He's an A&R. So many more dope things that he's going to share with you throughout the podcast. And he just really drops gems throughout this whole episode on how to unlock our best selves while keeping the love around us. There was so much quality within this episode. I had to make it into a two-part situation. We literally sat in the studio and talked for like three, four hours. So I had to chop it up and get the goods where I could. So tap into today's episode. Remember to follow up with part two. You can find all his information provided in the description down below. So tap in with him. And everybody, this is Hollywood G. We got Hollywood in the studio. Woo! He's about to give us some heat. I already know it. Hey, man. I already know it. Hey, man. It's your boy Hollywood checking <laughs> in, man. I do a whole lot of other shit, but you can catch me outside, you know, making moves, dot connecting, orchestrating some big shit, working with some big artists, tapping in with some big bosses, male and female, man. I love them all, man. I'm just here to spread love and inspire. Yeah. Absolutely. Hollywood, I want to say thank you for tapping in and being available and present to be a part of this podcast yeah. today. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. I really, really appreciate this. This means a lot to me. You never know. So, Hollywood, tell me a little bit about yourself and how you identify yourself with the world. Hello. I am Hollywood G, the one and the only. I am a strong black brother down south from Atlanta, Georgia, with roots from Chicago, Illinois. And Gary Intiana. Capricorn, 5'11, 200 pounds, real sexy, in the face. 
How I identify myself, man, I'm a music A&R. I'm an actor, songwriter. I do marketing promotion for Creative Plug. Shout out to guys. We throw networking events. We are networking ecosystem as well as co-founder of Lost Intellectuals, a brand where doves fly. And then we also am a manager at Raw Creative Hub out of Marietta. Shout out to guys as well as so much more. But I'll just start right there. So Hollywood, I feel like you got you got quite some things going on. That's super dope. What do you think the most important thing is when you are dealing with all these things you have going on? Like, what is the key factor to making everything work and find balance? That's a good question. That's something I, I struggle with a lot to the point where it comes to a point where I just either crash or I just have to really like disconnect, force disconnect. I believe there's no balance. I feel like that's just facade, but I try to find it. Um, the balance is what you make it, for real. Whatever that balance is. My balance is like a minimum of five hours sleep and we can operate like a whole, what, what is that? We get 24 hours, so that's what, 19 hours? I can go 19, like let's do it. You see what I'm saying? It's just whatever, whatever balance it is to you. I still be trying to alter my, my balance so I I cannot give no advice on that one. Mm-hmm. I suck at balance. I'm here. In my opinion, I think you're really good at balance. I think balance for me is knowing how to feed back off of other people while mm. you are doing all of the things that you're doing. I think that's something that you're really good at. Like, yeah, you got all these things going on, but you're also maintaining all of the relationships that need to be maintained to mm. ensure that all of these things can stay afloat. You know what I'm saying? So I think you're really good at balance. Okay, thank you. I really appreciate that. Well, in that case, I'm able to balance because I don't think of it as that then. Mm. This is all fun to me. Like, relationships, meeting people, like, like working with people, like, making money with people. This shit is fun. Like, that's how I know for sure this is my passion, bro. Because this shit be so fun. So what are some things that you feel like you have to sacrifice in order to maintain like that happy-go-lucky attitude towards the things that you're doing? I ain't even going to lie. The fact that I get to do it is fun. It be days that I wake up and I'll be like, damn, I got to do this. It was like, damn, I got to do this. But this is one thing about me. I'm a Capricorn. I like work. Like, so like. Even though I got to do it and I might not really want to do it, I'll book it down. I'll make sure I'll book it down and do it before, like, a due date. And then I also, like, know what energy I come with. I am a battery to whatever project I'm a part of. So, like, nine times out of ten, I got to be on my shit so others can be on their shit. I feel that. And then cool with that. Over over like over my life I, I've learned to like embrace it. So that also be in the back of my mind to like nigga, if I don't do it, ain't nobody gonna do it. Or ain't nobody gonna like talk about it, ain't nobody gonna like everybody gonna look around into like Hollywood be like, Alright, what's up with this? What's up with that? Like or I gotta show that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do for everybody else to start doing what the fuck they supposed to be doing. So it's like example. Yeah. Do you feel like that has a lot of pressure though? Like I gotta be the example. That's I feel what like it. That should be making me stressed out. Nah, I mean that's just what separates like 
true leaders, I feel like. Like, my whole life, I feel like, has been stepping stones to be that. I feel like I'm a natural born leader. I've been in leadership. I went to a leadership camp from seventh grade to graduating high school. You see what I'm saying? Leadership camp. You got to get nominated for it, sponsored by Coca-Cola. You see what I'm saying? It's only select flu, like 30 every year get to go to this camp. You see what I'm saying? So this shit built in me. Like hella mentors, then it like no. Nah. You think you can learn how to be a leader? For sure. But it's also you can learn how to be a leader, but to lead has to be a desire in you. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Everybody probably got leadership qualities. I believe every single body got leadership qualities. Even if you're leading people for good or bad, you got leadership qualities. But to take on that role, responsibility, and that title to lead, only few will step up and do that. It'll feel like they qualify. You got to have that confidence. You got to have, you know, so many other qualities and really be in it to be good leaders. And then it's be, it be people who be leading who can lead, are they good? Is what matters at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So what are the qualities of a good and a bad oh. leader? That I think that's gets important so deep, to know. Though. I mean, it gets deep. I feel can like I, before you start, yeah. sorry to cut you off. I feel like it's important to know whether or not someone is a good or a bad leader, especially now in today's society, because people just be following to follow just because they feel like they like the flash or whatever is associated with it, but they're not necessarily necessarily seeing what type of repercussions or impact their leadership is causing. Mm. So I think, you know, Mm. as we're listening, like it's really important to differentiate the difference between the two. You're right. I feel like also as if you're going to play this follower role, you have to understand or know why you're following this person. Or you're looking to this person as a leader. Good leaders know their impact. Which means they're going to look behind them and see the causes of the decisions that they make on their team and the people that is affected by their decisions. A bad one's not. They're not going to care. They're not going to, like, you know, alter they're not going to, like, look back at the stats. You see what I'm saying? Uh, a good leader, you know, listens to the people, understands where the people is, and try to help all of it. Not just the people, but also any other entity that's a part of it. They have to be, like, the major orchestrator. And I feel like that's a role I, as an A&R, have to play. You see what I'm saying? In a music industry, any A&R, they have to be the whole orchestrator for the business, artists, distribution companies, like long-term, short-term, any investors, like everything. They have to be the orchestrator. Good qualities of a leader. Somebody who gives a fuck about their people, like. That's a big one. I think that's, you know, like genuinely caring. Yeah, that (laughs) genuinely cares, that have a heart, that has good morals, that, you know. Who want to do it not for like power gain. It's a lot of people who get in leadership positions just for power. Just to flex their muscles. And uh, that's not a good quality. That's how you really get to know a, a, a person's true color. 
like what they do with power. People change so quickly once they feel like they have power. Do you think? But I have a, a question for you though. Ooh. What is power? I think power is made up by the people. I think, you know, just like how I say, like, okay, people that are in the government are powerful people, but, like, they created the concept of power. You mm. know what I mean? Like, I think if we feed back our thoughts on what we feel like power is based off of what they do, mm. you know? Me feeling like, okay, I can't just drive 150 miles an hour down the highway because I have to obey this higher power of mm driving 55 miles an hour on the highway you know and then we now assimilate to their power you know i think they i think people outside of us make it up and we feed back off of it so i don't really know can you have power yeah but i think we also live in a world that forces us to no matter where we go to have some type of restriction to us not having power. So even if I decide like, okay, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm going to pack up my things and go to another country. Now I need to get a passport. Now I need to get a visa. And if I do get a visa, it's going to be a minimum of like, you know, it's only going to be a year trial. You know, it's like still got to pay my taxes until something, you know, it's like you still are have so much attachment to another form of power. So I think it's hard to be like, yeah, I have 100% power. Now, I didn't say 100%, um, but do but that's you what, have power? That's what I, when I think power, I think 100%. You feel you feel like power is at the top of the top. I think power is Nobody's like... Nobody's as, like, as top as you. Yes, that's what I think power. So What do you think power is? Mm, I feel like power is control. Um, power is control. Power is access. Power is you being able to, to, to do what others can't do if they were you it's because of the position i am in and you are not that i have like authority over you type shit Mm -hmm. the abuse of power is what a bad leader would have but being able to balance power i feel like it's a very challenging thing definitely when it's new but yeah that's a that's a topic i feel like a lot of general population don't even get to experience yeah let alone converse about yeah so do you feel like there's a choice so like i feel like when it comes to like people abusing power so say i'm Mm. in a job and i have a boss that is abusing their power in whatever way just talking down on me you know not paying me fairly like all these different reasons why they would be abusing their power do you feel like say like i'm i'm only limited to the situation right now do you feel like people have to abide by that abuse to potentially get to the things that they want so to answer your question i'm going to tell a story quick story i was in the military it dealt with power struggles i was a young 18 year old dealing with power struggles because i didn't understand the structure of the army the army is structured on some power hungry shit some power standard shit based solely on how many years you've been in the army so just because somebody has been in longer than you they have authority over you doesn't matter if they qualify or not character or not like knowing what the fuck they supposed to be doing or not like they're just gonna have authority over you you gotta buy by it you have to abide by it because this is what This is how you win, though. This is how you win. You have to learn the game. 
You have to learn the game, whatever they're doing. So you're at an office. You got to learn the swag of your office. Why this nigga is being a dickhead and abusing his power. Then you have to learn the ranks. You have to learn, like, who is over him and who is under him. You see what I'm saying? You have to abide by the game, to learn the game, to master the game, to play it better than them. To get that ass the fuck up out of there. That's what I had to do in the army. My whole command hated me. I had to learn. I bumped my head hella. Hella. To learn the game. I learned the game. I'm like, oh. The army moved like this? Oh, I just got to do this, this, and this? Okay, cool. I'm going to do the bare fucking minimum. Fuck these niggas. I learned the game. Until I mastered the game. I'm like, oh. So if I do this, I can get them... Okay, watch this. Boom, come up with a master plan. You execute. And I got my whole command in trouble. Because they own that shicey shit. So when it comes to learning the game, though. Okay, so we're learning the game. We're playing the game. Aren't we now being that kind of unlawful leader once we get to those roles, though? Like, what makes you different now from that ruler? Because you learn from that ruler. Also, what not to do? All the things that you don't like about them. But aren't you are? But aren't you doing them by essentially playing the game? No, I mean that's a personal. That's like how do you run your operation? Okay. So say if I was just you know an accountant in an office and my boss boss sucks, I work there two years. I move up to a manager position. I can manage how they have the system, but not like my boss until I get assistant manager. And then I'm right under him. Oh, yeah, I'm finna talk with the higher ups because I didn't network in my ass off. I can go over his head, need be. So now I'm letting them know what the fuck going on because now I didn't work and they trust me. They would have never thought that I would. And he would. So now it's okay, cool. To the point where it's like, if I wanted that position, we can get there. But you gotta learn the game. You gotta learn the game. You gotta learn the game and master the game. It takes time. Don't think you finna go in and master the game six months. It takes time and it takes patience. Exactly. But you gotta actually want to do it. See, me, I was in the military. I didn't have no choice. I was there, solid, three years for sure, contracted. Seen a job. In today's age, you can uh skedaddle, go find a high paying job, a high European job, and shit on your old job. Niggas not staying at jobs, so jobs are always hiring. I think that goes back to my thought about like having to deal with leaders that aren't necessarily leading in a good way. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I think a lot of people now in our generation are like okay they see how people aren't good leaders and they leave because of it so going back to what you're saying about being in the army and learning how to play the game do you feel like people are giving up too easily in these moments because they're just kind of seeing that people are bad leaders and then going off to another thing and then seeing that people are bad leaders instead of kind of challenging them in a way for them to be better ones or for the organization or company to be better based off how they move, kind of bringing good karma in? See, 
it takes it depends on how much you give a fuck i feel like because a person who cares and wants to make that change and i feel like that can find a few other people who desire they can actually execute it if they don't find that group that one person it's going to take a lot it's going to take a lot mm-hmm. because it's going it's it be it has to be a band of y'all for that to happen or it can be a person who be like i know what's going on and then they figure out everybody else know what's going on and they still allow it you know you're not finna win Mm-hmm. Leave. Mm-hmm. Don't even invest too much energy in it. Like you know, you're literally got all the confirmations. You're insane to stay. Or if you know you can band some people together to try to make a change, make a change, but also understand that risk. Mm-hmm. Can I just say how this directly correlates with like everything in our lives, though? Everything, everything. in life, bro. Everything. Yes. Because if you think and it's about- just that it's just I'm very logical, so it's the reality of it. I'm like, because if you think about the concept of relationships, like if you're staying in a relationship and you know you're saying something over and over and over again, and it's still happening and it's still happening, and you're noticing even if you say it with this type of tone or a, this type of wording or no, you've literally approached it a hundred percent full circle, and you notice regardless of what I say. No change is going to be made. Counseling. Then you have to Counseling. Leave. No. Counseling. Then leave. They don't do counseling. Or the counseling don't work. Then leave. But like. Counseling last resort. Then leave. Mm-hmm. If you care enough to do counseling. Mm-hmm. If you don't care enough. Then. But yeah. I guess just mean like exhausting all options. Yeah, so that will definitely. be included. Yeah. But that goes with jobs. That goes with relationships. Like. Knowing. That even if you are potentially giving up, that maybe you're really not giving up because you tried everything that you could do. Yeah. And you were in your own mind and your own will knowing what to do. I agree. So where are you at right now with your relationships? Um, Hollywood is it's single. I've been taking a lot of time to myself. Um, just learning myself, my adulthood, twenty five now. I have been I've been celibate for the past seven months. Really been, you know, just Focusing on myself, like I said. And really, life has been a lot aligned. So, really haven't focused on, you know, shooting at women or really trying to attract women or talk to women or sleep with women or anything like that. Women haven't really been a, a focus. Okay, why? Hey, we've just been focused. That's how life, I've been aligned. The passion, the, 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 goddamn, the goddamn purpose kicked in about seven months ago so we've just been locked in it's just been like that it's been great though it's been great i haven't even thought or lust over or you see what i'm saying i really been locked in in i just been locked in so that's how i know it's that and that's That's, not even me because i'll be yeah i've been yeah i I usually have one or two or three and usually you know what i'm saying for me to not stop it for me to not have sex for the past seven months is outrageous to any of my friends that I've told, they like, what the fuck? Nigga, you're lying. I, I mean, like, no, I feel no. like we live on a very, like, sex-driven-based society. No, definitely. So, I, I get that. So, do, how do you feel like that affects your your relationships now? Like, do you feel like you go... I look at women, I'll be like, ugh. Not, not ugh. I'll be like, 
Okay, so what do you look for now, now that, like, sex isn't on the table? I mean... Or not that it's, it's not Nothing really has changed, because I've always been the same way. It's just more so, like... I'm more so, like, shooting. I'm a shot shooter. You know, I'm an alpha male, so she gotta be a boss. Like, she gotta carry herself like a boss. First lady, all that already. She has to be intellectual. She cannot be born. She has to have more going for herself than just, you know... A regular degular nine to five. She gotta have some morals. She has to be ambitious. Good head on her shoulders. You know, very classy woman. Uh, we just have to connect. Had to be fun. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? I'm a goofy nigga. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Gotta be. It's gotta be fun. If she can make me laugh, then she's a keeper. Chemistry wise, like we are, it's hard to focus while the other uh, sex is around. Definitely, if there is an attraction there. You see what I'm saying? The homegirls around. Yeah, I've been around my homegirls. We can't work and da 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 da. But like, someone I'm attracted to, it's definitely hard to be around and not like talk about it, speak about it, be around it, like see what is going on and still try to focus on goals and, and, and shit like that. So, do you think the right love will allow you to do that? I feel like you'll find the right love when you're in that space to find it gotta be in that space i ain't even looking for it so like i wouldn't expect it to like find me right now or would it it probably would because you're not looking for it i mean i feel like you put out to the energy what you want you see what i'm saying and you put out what you want your goals you know your focuses so you can attract those things in the in the universe so if i was looking for love or like searching for love i feel like I definitely would have had sex or like I definitely would have like I definitely would have like been encountering a lot of women like trying to get at me or like I'm getting at them and it hasn't been that. I'm thinking about Love ain't gonna miss me. That's the one thing about it. I ain't no hopeless romantic. Like uh-huh. I take shit real slow. I you know, I don't play when it like really investing into a woman. So I don't feel like love ever gonna miss me. I feel like it's gonna come when it's supposed to come. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Because I'm thinking about, like, the more you tap into, you know, all of your things that you have going on, and yeah, you might be so hyper-focused, but I feel like those are the moments where you meet people that are aligned with what you're doing. And it's going to be that. Yeah, like, you know, that's how you met me, and this is what it is, and you were still rocking with it, you know? And then you'll find other people that are aligning on the same And life ain't supposed to slow down after that. Like, Mm -hmm. if I I meet a shorty who got down, got three businesses, why am I here doing everything I do, and we, like, connect, and... Her shit should keep going. I can keep going. We link up when we link up and we enjoy the time that we spend mm-hmm. together. When we spend together and we, you know, you know, learn each other through the times that we can. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's going to be that if it's that. So it's I just haven't found. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just haven't found a woman like that. Mm-hmm. Or I'm finding women like that now type mm-hmm. shit. I'm more open. I feel like now it's like, all right, To cool. changing what you think it's supposed to look like. Not even changing. I always feel like it's that. Mm-hmm. I've always felt like it's that. I'm more open to receiving women to talk to. You mm-hmm. see, I haven't even been talking like phone, like text messages have been dry. Like mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? Ain't no DM, like <laughs> ain't no pictures or nothing. Because I'm thinking about like you know like society's 
how society portrays relationships and how it should be like okay yeah you have all your businesses going on and yeah the other person might have all these businesses going on but you guys now need to make all this time for each other now you guys need to do all these different things you have to you know oh my god you guys haven't seen each other in two weeks like is that really your man like you know people really have opinions based off of how relationships should move so i think what i mean by it not shifting because of that it's because of what society has to say about how your what your relationship should look like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. nah man really society standards of relationships is all caps so i don't even really be sweating so much i don't really pay like a lot of energy because i know that shit ain't real it ain't set up for it to be everlasting so i can't even like feed into something that i know ain't built to be everlasting Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's like setting yourself up to Mm feel a blueprint of cap don't buy into it it's cap it's cap Go find you some old heads. Go find your grandparents that's been together for 25 plus years and figure out how they was together for 25 plus years. That part. Go find real love and go like learn that. And real love. And what do you think real love is? Hmm. Real love is when you find a person that you effortlessly love like through the ups and through the downs, through the ins, through the outs. You see what I'm saying? Even if that person changed, you know, your love still remains the same. Shout out, my boy. Music soul child. But nah, love is <laughs> it's something like, it's the ugly, bro. It's the ugly. It's the bad. It's all that. And still being attracted and still being with that person. And working it out. Always moving forward. Not always just, you know, sitting in a bag. Always planning to move forward and, you know. To continue to grow love. How can I love you more? Shall always be the question. Wow. Where where you find that? Amazon? <laughs> no, nah, for sure. Hey man, I got love book talking about <laughs> Nah, that's straight where off the top of the phone. Amazon? Nah, for sure, man. I got old parents. My dad turned seventy this year, man. My my mom, she like fifty eight. My parents eleven years apart. They lived their whole lives before they got together. And I just found out, like, they got they got together quick, like, in wow. a year. In nine months, they was living together. Wow. It's crazy, right? And they've been together for, like, 25 plus years. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So, I've experienced love firsthand. Even if it ain't love, I experienced, like, marriage. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, real deal marriage. And been working together through and things. Working through things. You see what I'm saying? So, hell yeah. And working through things. That's the thing. And I think that goes back to giving up. Yeah. Like, so a part of relationships is really... (laughs) Giving up. I'm just thinking about how (laughs) you're walking into relationships now, though. Because I'm thinking about me. I feel like I'm so aligned with what I'm trying to do. Like, I I know I'm trying to tap into this podcast. I know that I'm potentially trying to start another business. I know that I'm trying to buy a home. I'm, I'm, I'm really locked into my future and what the things that I want. But I'm just thinking about how that impacts the people around me now. Or, what like, the mean? people that I'll meet. And then I guess, like, the intention behind it. It's just you not the season for it. You mm-hmm. got to also understand this shit is seasonal. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Nobody's in nobody's lives 
every day, like all the time. Everybody come. You meet people in seasons. You see what I'm saying? And it's for a reason, for real, for real. I really had to start playing with that saying and really take it serious because it's that. And if you, you know, you might meet your next job in that season. You might not even know it because you play with it because you didn't think too much of it. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. you really got to, whenever you meet somebody, you really got to be intentional. If y'all vibe, y'all vibe, and you got to go with it. As soon as I meet people, I be following up with people because I don't never know. You see what I'm saying? Like, so it be that. When you said, like, your life been aligned, I was so excited. Mm -hmm. Wasn't I not? You were. Earlier. Because my life has already been aligned, and I felt that. I felt how you felt six months ago. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I'm like, tell me more, because yeah. that's that's amazing. That's and that's exactly how it should be. Yeah. And that answers your question. Like, the people around you, you go ahead and do what you need to do. I was doing what I was need to do, if we was talking or not. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? But when we connect again, bruh. I feel like my energy is going to rub off on you and then your life is going to get in line. Mm -hmm. You see, you're doing that. When you do that, like the people around you that like are for you, they're always going to be for you. You see what I'm saying? And it's not going to matter. Yeah, it's, it's not, not going to matter. It's not going to matter about the space and the time that you need. Because what you're doing is for you and them, even if they say it or not. Mm -hmm. So when y'all come back and connect, they're going to receive without them knowing until they know. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Not saying I got anything doing with your alignment, but you absolutely, see what I'm saying? Absolutely, you do. I remember I was telling him, uh, Chevy the other day, I was like, yo, the last time we were in her apartment, we all yeah. like, took a little drink and like, let's manifest something. Like even the small things like that, they're so intentional, but because they're so intentional and then you forget about it, mm -hmm. you don't even realize how it happens. What exactly. I was like, yo, like I want, I want another stream of income. And I think you said some shit like that too. And then I'm thinking back. I'm like, we we were hanging out again. I'm like, actually, that really that really happened. Really you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, things really and do it be the people that way. It be the people in the room when it happened like that that you remember when it actually does happen. It's like, wow, you know, we we manifested this together. Okay, boom, just our energies all being mm -hmm. together mm -hmm. type shit and all this stuff. Yo, so how do you feel like that impacts the connections that you used to have before? Like. Do you feel like you might be a little, like, weary about old connections that you've had? Or do you feel like, you know, you feel like I want to bring these people with me now that I'm in this this space of alignment? Like, how do you kind of go about those moments of being kind of disconnected from your people mm. because you're so tapped into yourself? Hey, man, I love this question simply because, like, I feel, to answer your question quickly, Boom. Those people that I had before, right? Um, I'm loyal. Like, I'm a Capricorn. So, like, we're big on loyalty. So, all my friends are not my friends. Like, they're my brothers. Like, for L, like, no matter what. You see what I'm saying? But, like, when this industry shit and this shit like that, if it's a way I can help them, I'm going to help them. If I can't, then I can't. Like, if they trying to get in an event and they trying to get in for free and I can't get them for free, sorry. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Some yeah. shit like that, respectfully. But it's like, if there's some shit I can help with, and they reach out to me and they ask me, I'm, I'm there. Because I've always just been like that. I've always been like that before I had shit. I feel like I'm always going to be like that because it's in me. You see what I'm saying? My parents like that. I just was raised like that. I've always been going hard for my friends. If I care about you, I'm going hard. Mm -hmm. you know, I'm still going hard. I'm going hard. Uh -huh. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So, yeah. on the back end, I dealt with like really figuring out my place in people's lives when I came back from the army with my friends. You see what I'm saying? That shit really tore me up. 
because like the relationships that I had uh, in high school and before I left, to me, I valued them a lot uh, simply because I'm an only child. So my friends are all I have. So I really valued them a lot. But I had to come back and understand like, Life ain't 2015. Life mm-hmm. was 2019, yeah, and a lot has life, changed. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Niggas, you know, just do things differently. Niggas got lives. You know, people don't have time, and you see what I'm saying? It's just life is way different. So really just finding finding the, 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 the balance in all my friendships that I did have, mm-hmm. how much they value me, how much I value them mm-hmm. and how we can meet in the middle because it was it was friends that I was valuing a lot who didn't value me the same way mm-hmm. and we probably both value each other like that before but it wasn't like that Not now anymore. so I took it personal because these are my brothers these yeah. are all I have you see what I'm saying when I come back in the city these are the people I'm here so it's not like that it's not as tight as it once was so I have to adjust myself when they're already adjusted mm-hmm. and I have to figure out that without them saying that yeah. you see what I'm saying yeah. it's shit hard it's shit challenging we're men as well, so that shit is a whole different complex. So, so how do you do that though? Because I time, feel like that's time, it. bro, time, and be real with yourself. Mm. Be real with yourself. Like if a nigga ain't breaking his, you see what I'm saying? Don't mean Ooh. he don't fuck with you. Ooh, you see what I'm saying? If it, and I had to also figure out like, damn, like this nigga don't fuck with me no more. Like, damn, that's crazy. Like we was, but it's not that. And I had to understand that without a nigga telling me that. that you see what yes. I'm saying? Like, so it's not that. It's just you got to respect niggas. Like, you cannot control nobody. And it's, and it's not to you to take what other niggas do personal. It's not your place. You don't know that life. You don't know all the... And even if you did, like, what they do shouldn't affect you that much. That yeah. means you give that person a lot of power. To control on you, which is OD, and they don't even know. It. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. So that's out of pocket. So you just have to literally be real with yourself. Take that. Put my. I don't have no problem putting my pride aside, and that's what a lot of people probably fuck up at because they don't know how to do that. Yeah, I can put my pride aside and really okay. Let me step out of me emotionally feeling how I'm feeling and really see it for like what it is. No, this still my brother. You know, this still my dog. He got this, this, this going on. You see what I'm saying? He got a whole fucking life. He in college and this and that. You see what I'm saying? His everyday is different. Nigga, I just came back from fucking Europe. Nigga trying to link and shit. Niggas doing shit. Yeah. I got to respect that. Yeah. That should tell me to go do some shit on my... For me. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, like, going through that, learning that, really seeing that, Mm -hmm. that for what it actually is. And then, like, okay... Understanding that and, and and not losing love and in in all of that, not losing love, Fortnite. still st- right, still having that brotherhood Ooh. because that shit gonna be weird on my end when Ooh. we see each other again and it's and it's like hate and envy in my heart and they like why you acting weird? Why you acting weird to me? Yes. When they didn't do shit and they they, they unknowing of you feeling the way you feel, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? Because it's kind of weird coming to them on some. I feel like you feel like this. And it's, it's a whole big thing. Yeah. But you didn't take the time to really, hold on, am I tripping? Yeah. You are. Yeah. 
niggas don't want to admit when they tripping, tripping to they self. Yes, because they're not taking the time. Yo, I'm going to say, like, I had, I had like, that kind of similar experience, like, like recently. Yeah. So, you know, I've been down in Atlanta for a couple months. Yeah. And I had one back up to New York a couple of weeks ago. And yeah. I'm, like, hitting people up. I'm, like, yo, I'm in town, I'm in town, I'm in town. Why am I sitting in the bed like nobody's hanging out with me? Nobody, you know what I'm saying? Nobody's making time. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I had this like kind of full circle moment. Like, Nicole, Fuck you're these niggas. not even, not even like, no, yeah. not at all. That's not what my thought was at all. I was just like, yo, people are doing things. You know what I'm saying? You're not, you're not somebody that's regularly here. It's not mm-hmm. like you're a part of their day to day anymore. You're mm-hmm. not, you're not someone that communicates all the time. Yeah. So it's like they don't, they, they really don't have to break their neck to adjust their schedule to, a relationship that's not per se high on their priority high, high on their priority list and i had to i had to be like well damn so and so didn't even see me damn so so didn't even see me da, da, da. Like, how well did you keep that relationship? relationship and then it makes me you know you it always goes back to reflecting back to yourself like damn like all right either my ass needs to take my ass back to atlanta and do the shit that i gotta do or while i'm there i gotta really make sure that i'm Keeping these relationships alive, or like, so you can know people in different places. It don't matter if you used to, yeah, it don't matter if I used to have motion in Germany. It's like, can I go back out there right now and be good? Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And I had to notice that about myself, and I'm like, wow, wow, you so tapped into whatever you got going on that, like, am I really keeping up with these relationships that potentially could even allow me to grow even more? These, these intimate relationships, they can be promoting your shit with it, yeah, whatever whatever they're doing. Exactly, big on relationships. You know that about mm-hmm. me. Like I'm big on relationships mm-hmm. because of that. Mm-hmm. I learned that shit while I was overseas. It's one of the big, 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 big things I learned overseas. Like mm-hmm. party promoting, but it don't matter what the fuck you do. Mm-hmm. If you know, and niggas fuck with you. If niggas fuck with you off of you being you, like the relationships. I know if somebody can vouch for you. Somebody can vouch for you, bro, you good, mm-hmm. wherever. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. If a nigga who is doing something, who got motion, can vouch for you, you're good. Mm-hmm. That's how you see all these street niggas who don't do shit, but they with the rapper. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they good. They vouch for yeah. You see what I'm saying? They don't have to do shit. As long as that rapper up here. So how do you think about that concept when it comes to like boundaries, though? It's like, damn, I see this person for what they want out of me, and I got to notice with this relationship for what it is, but I now I also have to respect myself. So it's like, say you you in a position where you and somebody used to be really, really close, mm-hmm. and now you're coming up, but now you feel like they're only hitting you up for these certain things because they know that y'all are not close anymore. How do you still keep love for them and still instill boundaries towards whatever you're trying to build? You know what I mean? I feel like all my people who know me know that I'm like, straightforward type of nigga like i'm straight blunt like and if i feel like it's that i'm going to express that mm. and they gonna feel me right then when i say it mm. and they gonna know damn well when they hit me up like it's that it's like bro i already know or well, i'm gonna pick up the phone like bro i already know you trying to ask me something what is it yeah if i feel like it's feasible and i feel like they deserve it and i feel like i want to help them, i'm gonna do it if not i'm like look bro i can't yeah and not feel nothing about it because it's that. Because it's like, okay, cool. What? Do, how, how do I value them? What? Where are they on my priority list? You see what I'm saying? What they asking for, can I really help them? Well, yeah. Or do I even want to really help do them? Do I even want to fucking help them? 
Because I have that choice. Mm-hmm. I'm not entitled. They're not entitled, entitled. to shit. Because what the fuck was they? You wasn't with me shooting in a yeah. gym. So, it's that. The ones that are around me know. The ones that know, that know. If you know, you know. And if you got to call me and ask me, then you you're not know. even in the circle. Oh, yeah. You don't even know if you have to question it. If you even got to ask, it's not even, you're not even there. So is that. So you I know you feel weird even calling me. I might even give it to you just because you go. Because I know it took a lot. Mm-hmm. No, I might say no. I'm a stingy nigga though. <laughs> I've learned. You can ask any of my friends that grew up with me. Jit. I was a stingy nigga. To the T. To the nope. Can I have some? No. <laughs> like, I ain't even thinking about it. Just because. It's no reason behind it. No. I love that word. No. I got told it so much. I loved it. No. So when somebody asked me, it's no. Fuck you. But why <laughs> fuck you though? Why is it? Why can't it just be a no? Because it's mine. But why gotta be a fuck mine. you? Why gotta be a fuck you though? Because who the fuck is you trying to take from me? Well, it's not really a take if there's... You're taking. A- if I have less of, your take. You are gain, I lose. No, I need to keep all what I got because it's all I got. That's the only child mindset. But over time, as I grew, I learned. So, Katie share. Actually, sharing gets you places. Actually, you know, you can give them some. So, when you don't have some, they might be able to give you some. Mm. So, no, I don't move like that no more. Of course not. I'm too butterfly I'm too talking to you. You see what I'm saying? I'm too... Come on, come on, help, help, help yeah, type shit. Yeah. That's how I really feel, but growing up, nah, I was like, the fuck, why do I have, why? Why? Why you want mine mm-hmm. when they got, like, why me? Mm-hmm. I'm all, I've always been a curious kid. I'm still curious. That's why I'm big on understanding. You're super curious. Yeah. It's always, the, the no, the word no. What you were saying about the word no, I think it's such an interesting thing. Ooh, that shit because- pierced you, right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me no. That shit pierced a lot of people, though. Because a lot of people, you know what? They have their way. And they don't have no discipline. Or they don't, though. I Mm. think for me, that's what it is. I think because I was told no a lot. I think even like growing up, you know, I have Jamaican parents. So I wanted to do something. I had to be on my P's and Q's to get it done. And if it wasn't, then I couldn't go. I couldn't experience life. So if you're telling me no and I feel like I'm on my shit, now it makes me feel like it's about me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's now, personal. Now it's personal. You Why? You hate me. Why? You hate me. Like, that's how I literally receive it sometimes. I used to feel like that too. Yeah, like you hate me. So like, you just hate my existence. You- <laughs> so why the fuck are you my parent? Yeah, yeah. So why yeah. am I your child? Can yeah. I leave? But it's deeper than that though. Can I run away? It's because it's like you're you're out of these like childhood experiences now and now you're dealing with people that are nev- haven't been in an upbringing with you. Now I'm in Atlanta, I'm meeting people, and they're like, I'm like, I'm feeling like I'm my best self, and they're they're telling me no. Now I'm like, damn, what's wrong with me then? Because I feel like I'm being my best me, and they don't even know the flaws that I got yet, and they're saying no without even thinking about it. Now it they, makes you want to question more things about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's not. It's I can understand that, but yeah. it's also those flaws that you feel like you're hiding. Mm-hmm. They might see that shit. Yeah. You see what oh, I'm saying? okay, okay. So it's more so like, it's more so of like, 
you're not really being your best self. And I can see that. Mm -hmm. People can see that. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's easy to see through people if you in tune. So it's like you best well wear them flaws on your sleeve so I can really see the raw you. And then you really might get what you're supposed to be getting. You see what I'm saying? You got to be really vulnerable with yourself. Like, you got to really know yourself. Like, you know your flaws? Be about your shit. That's why I told you, like, I might come ratchet. I might come this. Because, like, I'm, I get like that. I get real slang, talking crazy. Mm. You see what I'm saying? But it's like, I also know how to, you know. Hello. Yeah. (laughs) You know how, and I know the medium. I know how to meet him and still be me mm-hmm. and still have people understand me and relate to me and feel me and like all that. Mm-hmm. It should take practice. It took years, but it's about always at the end of the day being real. Like, I know my toxic traits, but she don't know. But I'm, you know, I'm going to go ahead and let her know. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm so confident. You got to have confidence about yourself too. That shit gonna take you. That shit gonna make you break through all the cap that you got in between the real self, your best self, and the self that you putting on for everybody. Ooh. Your confidence. Mm. You got confidence that even with these flaws, I'm the shit. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And it ain't no denying. You and and I'm gonna make you feel it. Mm-hmm. So you can't yeah. deny it. Yes. You see what I'm saying? So when you get there, that's when shit. You ain't gonna hear no too much. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna worry about, and when you hear no, no, it won't matter. It won't matter because you got the confidence in yourself to still know I'm that shit. And no only means not right now. You see what I'm saying? That shit means not right now. Mm-hmm. Spin the block. Spin the block. One time. All these success stories, bro. I know y'all didn't hear hella actresses and hella artists and say. I done did the American Idols and the X Factors and all that shit. Boom, they still superstars. Yeah. Kaylani's still a superstar. Russ still a superstar. All these people still superstars. They didn't try it out for this camp and this. they still superstars. Because when it's written for you, it's written for you and it's done. And it's done. It's already done. It's, it's already, already done. Yeah. So the shit I'm doing, I know I'm supposed to be doing this shit. This shit already done. That's why this shit's so aligned. I'm just... On my trip. Yeah, just you see what I'm taking saying? your time, cruising down. Because boom, I know myself. Boom, I got the confidence. Boom, I'm just back in the city. It was just location I was waiting on. I had to go out and learn all that shit. Now I'm back in the head, building my face card, building my real, getting the line, meeting people, shaking the right hands, making contacts, putting out projects, putting my name attached to shit, meeting people like you, doing interviews, telling my story, getting people in tune. Building a brand. Okay, boom. Because when it's time to go, it's time to go. And it won't be so out the blue. Yes. Because I'm putting my reps in. I'm putting yes. my 10,000 hours in. I'm putting my steps in. I'm meeting the people. I'm, you see what I'm saying? Yes. So, it just take that. But it started with you. I did that. I knew myself since 18. You see what I'm saying? I've been tapped in. I've been pff, this confidence in 18. So, it's like, okay, I'm just waiting on y'all. Yes. It's always a catch-up game for the world. Mm-hmm. But you got it. It started with you. So what suggestions do you have for moving more confidently? Being real with your fucking self. Like, really strip, butt naked. All the lies, all the shit, all everything. It's luckily before I got a lot of people damaged. 21, 22, 23, 24, real 40, world. 45, 46. Bro, when they get, as <laughs> soon as you tap foot yes. in that real world water, yes. you get scarred. Yes. You get fucked up. Yes. I knew myself before then. Mm. 
So do you feel like you know yourself if you haven't experienced those things firsthand, though? So how I feel about, like, knowing yourself, life is always going to help you know yourself and find yourself. So with confidence, right, what you ask, um, with confidence, that is going to come with time, with, like, you really knowing yourself. So life going to teach you how to know yourself, but you're going to also learn, you know, not yourself. But about life through other people's experience. I know it's kind of like... So do you feel like you have to actually live through things to learn from it? It depends on your learning type. So my learning type is that. Like, I have to experience... Like, I have learned. Life has showed me I'm that. Like, I have to live through it to really learn it. You see what I'm saying? Like, I have, I have to bump my head to really... Mm-hmm. I got to get my scars to get to learn it. I agree. I feel but like some I'm, people can live vicariously through other people and learn it as well. Just be that. Just be that. I'm like the type of person that feels like, okay, if I'm, if I'm, I feel like I need to experience whatever I would feel from it in order to be like, okay, I never want to do that again. Okay, exactly. Yeah. I want to do that again. How are we going to So are you what? adventurous? Are you like to try new things? I am, I'm very adventurous. I think I do like to try new things. I feel like everything that I do requires me to learn something new and take my time to understand something different that I've learned. Like, I went to school for exercise science, yet I'm over here editing YouTube videos and starting podcasts and figuring out how to do all this, like, technology stuff. So, it requires you to learn and try new things and talk to new people and experience new things. So, yeah, I do. Do you consider yourself confident? Yeah. I do. Okay. I think I'm confident in the things that I know about, though. And I think, I don't know if that's really confidence, though, because I feel like sometimes you have to be confident in the fact that you don't know things. Yeah. And, like, you know, like, that's confidence. Like, even earlier, I had a moment I'm like, okay, damn, I don't know how to do this. I don't want to take up too much of your time. But a confident move would have been like, yo, I'm going to take this little five minutes to go edit and figure out how to learn something new right in front of you. I don't care if this is wasting time. Like, that's confidence, you know? And I think, I'm like, okay, moments like that, I'm like, I don't know. But when I do know what I'm talking about, I'll be like, yeah. And I promise you, if you're in front of a client type shit, it's like a fake it till you make it. You see what I'm saying? So, like, with confidence, sometimes it's like that. You got to be able to sell ice to a motherfucking, like, snowman. You see what I'm saying? You still got to have that confidence. I feel like I got that through, like, working in sales and network marketing. On top of just, like, being quick on your feet. Like, that's having confidence. Like, you'll walk in the room and might not know anybody's name. You call it everybody Jimmy. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? That and they responded. Exactly. And they feel like now you're besties with them. Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. And everybody you a drink. Like, it's crazy. So, that's what I feel like is really confidence. Just, like, any situation, any circumstances, like, you can handle it. And you know it's going to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. And everybody know around you it's going to be taken care of, too. Mm-hmm. Confidence is tricky though. Like, do you have tips for people to move more confidently? First, I begin. I, I feel like it begins with you. It feel like you have to know you better than anyone else around you. So, like, you can come in here and tell me, like, "Hey, Greg," or "Hey, Hollywood." I think you're a dickhead. I'm gonna be like, "I'm already knowing." Like, I already know. You see what I'm saying? Because like, I know myself. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes I can be like that. So, it won't be, like, defensive, like, man, fuck you, why you gonna be a dickhead? Like, what? Like, I'm gonna agree with you. Tight shit. Um, 
also being confident you just have to be very comfortable in yourself and know everything about you i had a ment i had a learning experience last night i went to the studio it was a mentor um a and r in the industry he literally asked me like what is an a and r you see what i'm saying i gave him what i thought with this was the textbook answer he like no an a and r is what you make it you see what i'm saying because mm, yeah. i'm asking you fuck everything goes like what is a and r what is an a and r that shit told me like I ain't even as confident as I thought I was as an A and R. Like, pop my shit. Like, I love shit like that. Cause it's like, okay, cool. That shit gonna make me think and reflect. You see what I'm saying? So, just really know your craft and know what you are known for doing to the point where nobody can tell you. Same way with yourself. So it started with yourself and it start with whatever you being confident in. You confident in those two, you gonna walk around with your chest up. You're gonna be confident. Not facts. How do you think that intertwines with like arrogance though? Like if someone's like, Oh, Hollywood, you a dickhead and you like, Yeah, I know I'm a dickhead <laughs> and then it's like it's like that response is not really allowing them to feel whatever emotion is being felt from you being a dickhead. It's like, Yeah, I'm a dickhead and I don't care. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like how does that how can you combat that? Mm. I like that. I like that question so with that what i had to learn is also to find balance and yes i might come off as a dickhead but if i come off as a dickhead my intentions behind coming off as that is not ill or not to hinder you it just might be i'm still learning how to deliver but my intentions behind it is to help so you have to that person who's coming off like that or who answers like that has to know like their intentions behind it and really have to be practicing daily to find the balance to not make others feel like that. Like I don't always want to be known or come off as, you know, making people feel like I'm a dickhead. I don't like that still, but I'm at a point where I don't like it, but I know it's there. So like, if you tell me, I'm a respect that you tell me and I came off and I come off like that, but I'm going to also, you know, state my point as in, you know, intentionally, that wasn't what I was trying to come okay, off as. Yeah. You see what I'm yeah. saying? And that comes with, but I would never know if that person never comes to me and mm-hmm. tell me that as well. Mm-hmm. So I have to be in a place where I have to be able to take whatever it comes with, however I make people feel, because I'm confident. Me being confident, other people are intimidated already before when I walk in the room before they even know my name. You see what I'm saying? But now times out of ten, those type of people ain't gonna come to me and tell me, You intimidated me. They just know they intimidated. You see what I'm saying? Nine times out of ten because of my confidence. So I just think I think it's important to to articulate the fact like, oh yeah, like I hear that how you might feel like I'm a dickhead and I know that about myself. So You have to put recognition behind it mm-hmm. to 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 help the other party understand like I, yes, I understand, and it's not like, fuck you. And it's not like, fuck your feelings or fuck how you feel. I am aware. And I want you to know that I am working on it. Gotta be raw with yourself. Gotta be raw with It can't be nothing. Nobody can come in here, and I can teach you about yourself. Mm. Or, like, tell you about, like, Nicole, you know you do this. 
you really know yourself, you should already know you no. do that. And you I don't think, know yourself until you there. Yes. And I think especially when you, so you're talking about that now and then you're getting into like relations or relationships with people and then people try to tell you about yourself and that's when like defensiveness and all these things start popping up because now people are trying to tell you about yourself in a way where you feel like you already know. But it's like, but you, are you really being real? No, you're not. Because then, you know what I'm saying? Because that they're a reflection of... What they saying should not offend you. Mm-hmm. Because you know yourself. You should agree that, with them. Yes. You well, see not what I'm all saying? the time. I, no. If it's that, I and like it's really that... I feel like you should know that. yourself enough to know whether or, not, whether or not someone is right or wrong towards their opinion towards you. Check this out. Check this out, though. If they're saying you're away, or you come off as away, right? Naturally, you're already going to be defensive. But that should be something that you definitely take note on because, obviously, if they feel that way, something that you did, if you agree or not, that made them feel that way. Mm. That's, That's the harsh truth. That's valid. That's the harsh truth, though. You see what I'm saying? So, you need to go back in the mirror, go to Humbleville, look yourself in the mirror, and or sit with that person and try to really figure out what you did to make that person feel like that. Mm-hmm. Now, you can agree or disagree, but you should be aware of what you did to make that person feel like that. Mm-hmm. If that's somebody you care about, and that's if that's something that you don't want to do to other people. Mm-hmm. But people don't want to... People don't have the pride enough to sit down and like face what they did wrong they, if they yeah, did something wrong. Demon. They're yes. not finna sit down and talk to that person that they said that that person just turned up on them and told them that they feel some type of way. You're not gonna be like, okay, you know what? Tell me why you feel that type of way. They're gonna be like, I ain't make you do that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So even sometimes I do that, but it's it's that thought process though. They don't even have a thought process. You see what I'm saying? To even get there. Yeah. And that's how you solve that issue. Mm-hmm. Niggas ain't niggas not in the business of solving shit. Niggas taking next level, blowing it out of proportion to fuck you. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's quicker to say fuck you than to solve it. Yes. Absolutely. So, People are so I be trying quick. to solve it. Yes. I used to be a fuck, fuck you. you. Ah, whatever. <laughs> that's how you feel. Whatever. That's how you want to respond. But we don't grow. Whatever. We don't advance. I'm about moving forward. forward. It's no forward. And I used to that. think that that's what that meant up until like you know like probably like a year or two ago. I think I Gross. really used to think that. Oh, okay. Fuck you, then. I'm moving on. Like I see that as moving on, but you're still you're still experiencing still the there. same things from different people because you mm, still feel yes. that. That shit's still lingering in you. Your, your insides. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So that shit's still lingering in you yes. and you think some shit gonna change because yes. you ain't still never healed that open wound. Yeah. You never addressed it and That's communicated so fucking and crazy. changed it. Yes. I ain't never been like that but it's so crazy just to like like hear that. You yeah. see what I'm saying? I think it comes from... But it makes sense. I think it comes from experience, and I think it comes from upbringing, you know? I think, you know, I talk about this in early episodes, just having Jamaican parents, like, just kind of being very minimal with communication and being kind of closed off. And, you know, if I have a feeling that I need to express, they're like, that's not a thing. Go drink some tea and go to bed. Like, you know, why are you crying for? Like, you know, there's, there's no... There's no 
openness with emotion. It's like you should just be happy and that's that on that because you have a roof over your head, but you can't experience things deeper, you know? Mm. So that that, imp- that impacts other things. Yeah. Like, you start dealing with, like, you know, more intimate relationships with people, whether it's a f- on a friendship tip or, you know, more than that. But now it's like you can't hear anything negative because you don't even know how to respond negatively. In the first place. Yes, because of... Trauma. To trauma. So... Yes, I think that's how all that's built up. If you are cultivated in an environment in your upbringing where you can have those emotions and you can't express yourself and you can't communicate, then mm-hmm. those things are going to be a thing for you. But that's not everybody's situation, especially people of color, especially people within the Caribbean culture, like yeah. or just overseas. You're coming over to this uh, this Americanized kind of environment where everything is all happy and go dandy all the time. That's not- that's not what it is down there. We're just trying to eat. And make sure we got a roof over our heads and we trying to, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're just trying to survive out here, you yeah. know? It's deeper than how are you feeling today, you know? Are you surviving today? Are you going to, you know what I'm saying? It's deeper than that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. No, I feel that. And that's the, and, and I definitely, I definitely feel for that. I do not know about island parents, but I do know about island parents. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I haven't, I haven't lived. I don't have island parents, but I do. I have experienced, you know, friends with lived over their house firsthand life. Mm-hmm. You, just, <laughs> like, you know, just like okay. hitting them with the ooh. They already like, bro, bro, bro. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. You gotta hit them with the elbow. Like, don't do that. Yeah. And there's like this. There's like a code. Like even that. Like that's yeah, a yeah. whole code. How you just gotta switch up, and now you gotta strict your back oh, up. Do, and, do, do, do. Yeah. Stop it. Man, I fuck with y'all. Stop it. When we come for you. Nah. Yeah. I fuck with y'all, lazy. I just snap it to it, y'all. It's Second nature. You know they don't. They don't gotta say too much. Yeah. They don't even gotta say anything at all. I'm gonna give you that look no, that's and just every know. Black family. Yeah, I'm period. gonna give you that look and you just know you gotta act accordingly. And mm-hmm. then sometimes it can be to something everybody. as simple as that triggering, you know, you in a relationship to be so defensive because it's like, you don't even gotta say anything to me, but now you're not saying anything to me at all. Now I'm reading the room like, oh my God, you're mad at me. Oh my God, you're mad at me. When you're just trying to take a moment to yourself or you're just trying to, you know, you got I mean, home. People are so quick to like uh-huh. dump. Uh huh. But it's like, uh-huh. I don't know. Uh-huh. Patience, patience taught me. But it, I also understand like the learning curve. It's so much real life shit that we never get exposed to until we get into the real world. Our parents don't talk about it. They don't tell us about it, even though if they're going through it, they don't. That's that was just a whole thing of like, don't talk about. Our parents would never talk about real life shit they was dealing with, with us, mm-hmm. or like how to get over shit, or to deal with shit. Because our parents are fucking, they're the fucking pioneers of making shit happen and then getting in crazy situations and coming out and probably keeping secrets. Like they are the goats of yeah. keeping secrets, keeping or, secrets, or like making some shit shake. And we'll be like, how the fuck? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And really and we, not and have we, it. Yeah. And we we'll wouldn't never even know. experience it at all. You see all. what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, now it's like, we're older and it's like, nigga, I need these cheat codes. So how the fuck you make that shit shake? Yeah. Like, how the fuck? You see what I'm saying? But it's 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 kind of like too late. 
to really pass the game down because it's like it's so much shit I already probably been needed, and I'm so too too deep in the game now. So it's like, nigga, if I go to therapy, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> if I go to therapy, I don't know how the fuck this shit go. Go to therapy. Oh no, no, for me, I'm booty. Uh, I'm booty. Uh, I'm aware uh, of all this. Like, people are never alone. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> people don't ever have time alone. Okay. Like a lot of time alone, like solitary. Unless you go to jail. Like, you haven't had time alone where you're literally, like, weeks on weeks on weeks by yourself. Before we get into the rest of our episode, there's just so many gems that have been dropped so far that I feel like need to be marinated and sit on and reflected on. Go back and listen. Take some notes again. And then we're going to get into the rest of the gem droppers. So tap into part two, y'all. And I'm going to see y'all soon. That's it for today, y'all. Thank you so much for listening into today's episode. I'm grateful for you allowing us to be a voice in your ear. If you love the Redefine Your Roots podcast, be sure to leave us your feedback and a rating after this episode. You can keep up with this series at Redefine Your Roots on Instagram. For any information about this episode, you can follow along with the links provided in the description. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an opportunity to redefine your roots. And until next time, be kind, be you, and be patient with yourself. I love you all.